Chapter 14 of The Dawn of Medieval Europe, 476 to 918, by J. H. B. Masterman. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Pamela Nagami. The Iconoclastic Emperors. The history of the empire in the 8th century turns almost entirely around the iconoclastic controversy. After the great siege of Constantinople that opened the reign of Leo III, the Saracens did not seriously menace the heart of the empire, though they continued their attacks on outlying provinces. Nor again did the emperors make any effective attempt to reassert their authority in Italy. But internally, the empire was taking the form that it was destined to retain for centuries. In language and customs, it was losing its Roman character and becoming more definitely Greek. Already the law books of Justinian were unintelligible to the people, and a Greek handbook of law, the Ecloga, was drawn up under the emperor's instructions. While the European territories of the emperor were becoming more Greek, the lands of Asia Minor were losing their Greek population and passing into the hands of men of Eastern race from Syria, Armenia, and Persia. One beneficial result of the Slavonic settlements in the Balkan district was the disappearance of serfdom in the empire, the place of the serf being taken by free tenants or village communes. In the disturbed conditions of the time, it is not strange that literature and art should have decayed, and various foolish superstitions grown up. Theology had filled the East with controversy, but religion was at a low ebb, and the moral standard of the clergy was thoroughly unsatisfactory. The task that lay before a reforming emperor was sufficiently discouraging. But no reform could begin till the great struggle with the Moslems, the impending outbreak of which had called Leo to the throne, was over. Within five months of the accession of the new emperor, 718, the Saracen commander Moslemah, with 80,000 men, had crossed the Hellespont and began to blockade the city with a ditch and rampart. On the 1st of September, Suleiman arrived with a fleet of 1,800 warships. In the defense of the city, Greek fire plays a leading part. This Greek or marine fire, the exact composition of which is not known, was a kind of sticky or viscid substance of a highly inflammable nature that was poured from cauldrons or vomited from tubes onto the ships or engines of the enemy. It is said to have been first used in the siege of Constantinople of 673 and the following years. Leo's first success was the burning of twenty transports with this Greek fire, an exploit that filled the enemy with fear of this deadly weapon of defense. In the long and severe winter that followed, the besiegers suffered great hardships, but in the spring, fresh reinforcements arrived. Ill fortune dogged the Saracen cause. A large number of Egyptian Christians who were serving in the Moslem fleet deserted to the enemy, and emboldened by this, Leo made another attack on the ships, some of which he destroyed, and threw the rest into confusion. Then a Saracen army that was blockading the Asiatic shores of the Bosphorus was surprised and routed by a body of Roman soldiers. 
famine also began to threaten the besieging army and finally in the summer of 718 a bulgarian army from the north fell upon the saracens and inflicted severe losses on them on the 15th of august the siege was raised and the moslem retreat began the army succeeded in reaching syria but the fleet was scattered by a tempest and only five vessels arrived home of all the great armada that was to open the gate of europe to the moslems arab records put the loss on the saracen side at not less than a hundred and fifty thousand men the defence of constantinople by leo deserves to rank with the battle fought by charles martel fourteen years later they represent the two supreme attempts made by the omeyad dynasty to break through the great barriers that guarded christendom from moslem attack from this time the tide of battle turned and the rest of the century saw the gradual decline of saracen rule both in the east and in the west in 750 the last caliph of the omeyad dynasty was slain and damascus fell into the hands of the new dynasty of the abbasides only in spain did the omeyad party retain power and the moslems of the west were henceforth cut off from all connection with those of the east the deliverance of constantinople was immediately followed by the outbreak of the iconoclastic controversy the great contest which was destined to cause the final severance between eastern and western europe and so prepare the way for the establishment of a western empire was the outcome of an edict issued by leo in seven twenty six ordering the removal of pictures and images from the churches it is often said that leo was moved to this step by the jeers of the moslems who charged the christians with idolatry but he was probably influenced quite as much by the growth of childish superstitions connected with the pictures and coloured figures that adorned the churches a little while before this time a sect had arisen in asia minor calling themselves paulicians or followers of st paul one of whose distinctive tenets was the belief in the evil of matter and therefore the repudiation of symbols there is probably some direct connection between these paulicians and the albigenses and waldenses of later times and it is not improbable that they influenced the isaurian emperors in their religious policy to some extent the iconoclastic edict was the outcome of the theological controversy that had played so large a part in byzantine history in the previous century the monophysites whom the emperors of the seventh century frequently supported held the view that our lord's human nature was absorbed and lost in the divine and it seemed to follow from this that any attempt to represent the saviour in human form was to be discouraged as bringing into prominence that human side of his being that was only an illusion for the same reason image worshippers claimed to be defenders of the doctrine of the true humanity of christ but as the controversy proceeded it broadened out into a general attack by the rationalistic spirit on the ecclesiastical tendencies of the time a kind of eighth-century lutheranism mariolatry the worship of saints and the adoration of relics were included in the imperial condemnation under constantine v 
and monasticism itself was attacked by his reforming zeal the chief support of the imperial policy came from the army which was recruited to a considerable extent from the same district in the highlands of asia from which the isaurian emperors derived their name its chief opponents were the monks who were the leaders of missionary work their ground of opposition may be summarized in a saying of gregory the great pictures are the lesson books of the unlearned undoubtedly the great numbers of unlearned people who had recently passed over from heathenism to christianity tended to carry image worship to what men on both sides admitted was excessive and superstitious lengths but on the other hand it was urged that without the help provided by these outward symbols many of them would find the new faith impossible to understand but while many thoughtful men regarded the imperial edict as an attempt to solve by mere force a question that needed much more delicate handling the populace raged against the destruction of images to which the greatest veneration was attached riots broke out even in constantinople itself and in italy it was impossible to enforce the edict at all germanus patriarch of constantinople resigned rather than assent to the imperial policy which involved a claim to interfere in ecclesiastical questions to which he would not submit leo appointed a new patriarch favourable to his policy but pope gregory refused to recognize him and most of the churchmen of the empire repudiated his authority an unsuccessful attempt was even made to set up a rival emperor on leo's death in 741 he was succeeded by his son constantine 740 to 775 who received the opprobrious nickname of copronymus constantine was as resolute an iconoclast as his father and much more uncompromising in the measures he took to enforce the edicts after putting down with considerable difficulty a rebellion of his brother-in-law artavastos he had to face an even more pressing peril in a devastating plague that swept through the empire and practically depopulated constantinople constantine imported fresh families from greece to fill the almost empty city leaving slavs from the north to fill the vacant lands in greece it was from this time that constantinople can be regarded as greek rather than roman though it still jealously kept the roman name constantine succeeded in stamping out all public disobedience to his father's edicts but he really only drove the custom of image worship into secrecy in 753 he called a great council of 338 bishops which condemned all representations of our lord and all worship of images of saints when the leaders of the church declined to accept the decisions of the council constantine practically declared war on the monastic system and demolished a considerable number of monasteries on the frontiers he defended the empire efficiently frequently driving back saracens in the east and subduing slavs in the north he waged three successful wars with the bulgarians and developed the internal resources of the empire after a reign of thirty-five years constantine died and was succeeded by his son leo the fourth seven seventy five to seven eighty the khazar as he was called 
after the tribe to which his mother belonged in 768 he had married an athenian lady irene by whom he had one son constantine in 780 leo died having in his short reign shown his determination to maintain his father's policy but the empress who now became mistress of the empire as regent for her son was secretly in favour of image worship and at once set herself to undo the policy of the isaurian house as a first step to this end the five half-brothers of the late emperor were compelled to take holy orders in order to be incapacitated from reigning when three years later the patriarch paul resigned she determined to advance her own secretary tarasius to the vacant office he agreed on condition that a council should meet to settle the controversy after some delay due to the opposition of the army some regiments of which had to be sent away from the capital the council met in september seven eighty seven at nicaea the issue of its deliberations was never in doubt and the final decree orders images to be set up in church for worship proscunesis but not for the adoration latria that belongs only to god forasmuch as the honour paid to an image passeth on to the original and he who adoreth an image doth in it adore the person of him who it doth represent it is worth remembering that the images here referred to are paintings or mosaics on a flat surface and statues are still not used in the greek church but scarcely had this great success for irene's policy been secured before she found herself in a contest for power with her own son an unsuccessful attack on southern italy due to a rupture of friendly relations with the frankish king charles aroused discontent with irene's rule and constantine now grown to man's estate attempted to throw off his mother's yoke the plot was discovered and constantine was whipped and confined to his room like a schoolboy irene then demanded from the soldiers a new oath in which they pledged themselves not to accept her son as their ruler while she lived this led to a revolt of the army already indignant at the empress's policy and constantine was liberated and irene imprisoned in her palace but in seven ninety two constantine now apparently secure on his throne liberated his mother just before this he had as a punishment for a real or supposed conspiracy blinded one of his uncles and split the tongues of the others for four years irene remained to all outward appearance on friendly terms with her son but in seven ninety five he laid himself open to attack by repudiating his wife maria to whom he had been married against his will after a project for a marriage with a daughter of charles the great had fallen through and marrying theodote one of the maids of honour this step alienated the church leaders of the empire and probably helped irene to form a party in seven ninety seven constantine was attacked by some soldiers fled to asia was brought back by some treacherous friends and was finally blinded by his mother's orders in the very room in the palace in which he had been born he lingered on for many years in blindness and misery irene was now sole ruler of the empire but the real power was in the hands of two rival eunuchs of the palace storachios and aetius who successfully gained the patronage of their mistress 
the four years of irene's supremacy are marked in history by the coronation of charles as emperor in the west an event probably not unconnected with the fact that the empire had now passed under the monstrous regiment of women in 802 the magnates of the empire determined to bring this condition of things to an end and chose one of their number nicephorus whom they proceeded to proclaim as emperor irene fell undefended and unregretted and was sent to end her life at lesbos where she died a year later her crimes did not prevent her memory from being held in reverence as the restorer of image worship the history of the byzantine empire in the ninth century need not be told in much detail as it has little direct bearing on the general course of european affairs nicephorus eight o two to eight eleven the new emperor inherited a war with the caliph the celebrated harun al-rashid and with the new emperor of the west charles the great both these he brought to an end the first at the cost of a tribute of thirty thousand solidi the second without any cession of territory or money but he and his son were killed in eight eleven in an expedition against the bulgarians and a series of emperors successively seized the throne none of them holding it long till michael the amorian a turbulent soldier was raised to power in eight twenty his reign is chiefly notable for the loss of sicily and crete which fell into the hands of the moslems his son theophilus who succeeded on his death in eight twenty nine resumed the iconoclastic policy of the isaurians but again the work of suppressing image worship was undone by a woman's influence theophilus died in eight forty two leaving his wife theodora as regent for their little son michael theodora was secretly a strong partisan of the image-worshipping party and no sooner was she in office than a fresh reaction began and image-worship was again restored when michael grew up he banished his mother and ruled with the advice of his uncle bardas a depraved and drunken man whose influence over the young emperor was wholly bad however in eight sixty six he was slain by the emperor's orders and michael then chose as his colleague an able young officer basil the macedonian who repaid his patron by murdering him a year later and so becoming sole emperor in the east the macedonian dynasty thus inaugurated ruled the byzantine empire for two hundred years on the whole with ability and success under basil the empire reconquered southern italy from the saracens and carried successful raids into syria and mesopotamia he was succeeded by his son leo eight eighty six to nine twelve who was a student and dabbler in literature and earned the name of the wise because he was supposed to be learned in curious arts it was fortunate for the empire that the decreasing power of the caliphs and the confusion of western europe ensured immunity from external attack and even enabled the imperial frontiers to be extended in southern italy and in the east leo's son constantine porphyrogenitus as he was called because he was the first emperor for a considerable time who had been born during his father's reign carried on his father's habit of interest in literature while the actual work of government was left to the great officials of state among the most important events of the period were the missionary labours of two brothers cyril and methodius who reduced the language of the balkan slavs to writing 
and translated the bible into it about the middle of the ninth century the bulgarian king boris and the servian king radislav were baptized and christianity was formally adopted as the religion of both peoples so we leave the byzantine empire at peace developing its internal resources and commerce free at last from theological controversies and tending more and more to a life of its own outside the mainstream of european progress End of chapter 14